everybody, welcome back to another episode of Doing John Dirt. I'm your host, Evan McCrory, and today joining me is going to be Kyle Jinks of Front Wheel Drive Friday. He helps me out with a bunch of stuff, uh, helps support the podcast. He's one of the first supporters of it, and uh, he's awesome dude to run around at the racetrack with. Uh, he has a lot of insight into the Front Wheel Drive community and uh, everything going on inside it, a lot of the drama, a lot of the inner workings and stuff. Awesome dude to talk to, and that's what we got on today's episode. After that, we're going to go over this past weekend's results, including the XR Working Man Series at Cherokee that happened Thursday night with Ross Bills getting the win, our boy Newman Presno getting the win at Extreme 4, and a little bit more through the weekend. We had a lot of rainouts due to just monsooning all Saturday and Sunday, but uh, like I said, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast with Kyle and then my results. Uh, shout out again, Kyle Front Wheel Drive Friday. Shout out to Reaper Apparel Company, still a part of their ambassador program. Support them. And shout out to the Doomwich Spring Store. Uh, find any Doomwich on Dirt merch you want to get. T-shirt, crew neck, uh, hoodie, whatever that type of stuff. I still need to add more stuff. Stuff's just been really crazy. And I appreciate you guys still hanging on. All the support. And, yeah, I got some cool plans coming down the line. Uh, can't wait to show it to you guys and enjoy the rest of the episode. Today's guest to help me go over the historic 100 portion of the weekend with the SCDRA Northeast Division. Uh, he is the owner and creator of Front Wheel Drive Friday, whose podcast you can find on Facebook and all, a bunch of other places. Uh, he's also formerly the driver of the number 15 Nissan Front Wheel Drive that you probably saw uh, go tumbling down the backstretch of Lakeview. Uh, and he is a proponent and supporter of checking your safety. Uh, Kyle Jenks, how you doing, buddy? And doing wonderful. How about yourself? Good. So uh, you had a good conversation the other night with uh, Mr. John Wyndham. How did you think that went, and uh, what type of stuff you guys talk about? Just to preview. Honestly, man, I think it went well. Um, I mean, he kept it positive. Uh, you know, he's pretty much let everybody know his feelings and how everything went so far this year. And I mean, he's had a, a lot of heartbreaks and things that happened over the season. So a lot of stuff leading up to what everything happened. <laughs> he's uh, obviously, but he's a stand-up guy, man, and he. He does well within the sport and a lot of things of that nature. It just goes to show that even some of the people that are in the best of the best at the top of the top will have breaking points. Yeah, you're you're right about that. He he's been one of the best strong up uh, top of the top of the leaderboard type guys with the front wheel drives for yeah. the last couple of years, especially coming yeah. out of Florida. And his influence, obviously, with behind the scenes and, and motor building and trying to keep people with horsepower, that kind of nature. So he's definitely done a lot of things for the SCDRA. You definitely yeah. understand why things are the way they are. So, uh, quick overview of the last couple of weeks, the last like month or so of SEDRA in general. We'll go back to Tri County. Uh, John he got ended up getting dumped early at Tri County, and yep. went ended up going to Brandon Dalton, and then they had the first SEDRA Northeast race that was at Winchester for that was for ten grand, correct? I do believe yes. And that was a very tough battle between Andrew Smith, Walker, uh, Walker Wyndham. Yeah. yeah, Walker Wyndham. Yeah, that seemed to be almost three. a three-way battle there at the end too. Yeah, and Brandon Dalton. Yeah, they was they was doing a, doing some serious doing the, the slide jobs. I mean, it was yeah, it, it was an extremely good show. You can find that clip out there between me, me, Paul, or Kyle himself. It, it was some oh yeah, it's everywhere. I shared it. Paul, Paul, was, I did, too. did an excellent job, <laughs> excellent yeah. job doing commentary that day. I was happy Paul was able to get to call it uh, Strevin. I hope some more stuff like that. Uh, he ends up getting some more opportunities too. 
Oh yeah, he's uh, definitely been you know big things. A lot of people watch what he does, so it's, it's nice to see what he you know puts up for everybody else. And he's been traveling here recently with the opportunities to go to other tracks, so that's pretty cool. Hundred percent. I haven't. I don't think I've met him face to face, but I know we've been at a couple of the same races, like the Winter Freeze back a couple months ago. But so this upcoming uh, after after Winchester, and then we had the Peach Pit at Sonoya. That was a that was a big mess. A lot of a lot of good racing, but a lot of stuff happened. Yeah, there was, there was a absolutely. couple incidents. A lot of controversy. Out. A lot of mm-hmm. people were, you know, battling hard. There was a lot of three wide racing. Uh, I had the opportunity to video that race. So there's a whole lot of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, there was, but it was all throughout the field. It wasn't just the limelight people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, the, what was the best part was the amount of uh, how the track and facility took the racing. Yes, they did. And I, uh, if I believe so, right, I believe you're telling me they went through that event very quickly, ended up being pushed into a one day event because of rain on the Friday. And uh-huh. they were able to get to And then they got the show out. done lickety split. I mean, yep. it was, uh, uh, honestly, most of the racers didn't realize how fast they were going. And not really how fast. It was just they kind of rolled through. Efficient. I guess their normal shows and their normal people there, they just rolled right through the show. And uh, the track was, it's very racy. So there's a lot of. I don't know if you if you got a lot of respect and you can really put it to somebody's door, but without disrupting that person's drive, other than maybe a little nudge and rub here and there, um, it's a racy track. Cause some of the I got the opportunity to see some of the racing beforehand, um, and it just that track was really it was slick, but it was racy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like that type of racing. A lot of people like oh, absolutely, because it will put on a show, whether you like it or like not. You know what I mean? It, even regardless of the good and the bad and how people's days go, it, it puts on a show. I'd rather have that than just uh, than rubbered up or too wet and just mud, muddy show where it just ends up right. on one line around the bottom. And that's why there's a huge kudos to the track facility, especially after a, an entire day of rain the, the day before. The track still became a great facility the next day. The track stayed in one piece. You know, it was just good racing all over. Yeah. Well, I, uh, better racing. Sonoya's really had to deal with that a lot recently, too, because uh, they had that whole fiasco with the super late models back in March when the Spring Nationals was there and a bunch of the guys loaded up after qualifying. And then even if you remember back a little bit farther, they had the big 53,000 to win Flow Night in America championship race that was there that they mm-hmm. ended up flying the helicopters in to drive the track for that one. <laughs> yeah, they've just had some some bad luck with weather. I mean, honestly, I think the weather has been hitting all the racetracks this year hard. You know, some of the local tracks, Lakeview, all the tracks that I, you know, we race at, they've been hitting pretty hard. Yeah, especially this weekend, barely anything getting and racing-wise, except for uh, the big Cherokee show that I'm going to be going on later. Uh, I'll be talking about later on in the episode. And then the, I believe, uh, Seha was at uh, Harris on Friday. Shout right. out to Wayne for getting the win on that one. That part. But, yeah, let's get into this weekend. We got the Historic 100 that's going to be the Lucas Oil late models are going to be at West Virginia Motor Speedway. And kind of last second in the last couple of weeks, SEDRA Northeast has jumped on to put up a big show for those guys up oh, there yeah. and some of the Southern guys. I think guys. that's what, uh, 12000 is going to go up to potentially a $15,000 win? Yes, it's going to be 15000 to win if they get over 100 cars. Do uh, you have right, any thoughts right. or any idea how the racing is going to be there this weekend? Oh, man. See, I had an opportunity to watch some videos of the track, uh, see a bunch of people racing and how that facility is going to go. Uh, I mean, with that kind of purse, man, and it's on the East Coast, and you got a lot of North guys and a lot of South guys, and that kind of money, there's some people going to show up. Um, the track size has been a little deterrent um, for some of the smaller motor people because mm-hmm. they, That's you know, really some good. of them are like, man, I don't, I don't really go blow my stuff up trying to spread, spread its legs, you know. 
Um, I don't know if anybody's seen that track, but it, it, it's got some straightaway. Yeah, no, um, and in the curves, I mean, you can, there's a lot of speed in the curves. So uh, it's kind of got some people hipping on. So it's going to be, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a car count, though. I hope so. I'd love to see them get that over 100 to get that 15, bump up the first at 15,000. Cause... I mean, that's a, it's not like it's not hard. They've done it uh, probably with the last three years at, at Winterfreeze. Yeah, Winterfreeze, I, that's what I was going to say. They said last time I've seen it was Winterfreeze, and then before that, or mm -hmm. since that, I haven't... I think it's the last three years in a row it's been that. It's been uh, 100-plus cars. I mean, that first one I went to, I believe, was in 19, and ever since 19, it's been 100-plus cars. Mm. So, with them putting up, like, close to the same amount of money in the purse of Freeze, hasn't always been 19. It was probably 15, 16 when it first hit 100. Right. It wouldn't surprise the me if it hit thing that, especially that them trying to push it. Is the, right, but the racing that has happened prior to that race is the only thing that hits it. Um, there's yeah. been racing, a lot of cars have been destroyed, a lot of cars are wrecked, a lot of people are trying to get ready. Uh, some people haven't even started their racing, some up, up north, you know what I mean? Some where the cold is. Yeah. So you get, you winter freeze is something that's been planned out for, for a long time, year after year. It, it just, you know, so you kind of got to give and take and all that. You got to think, yeah, it's easy. If the winter freeze is easier for the southern guys to get to, but being up right. in West Virginia, being that more centralized part up north. You're going to get all the Kentucky guys, the Ohio guys, uh, Pennsylvania, obviously the West Virginia, the Virginias, like the guys that are at Winchester. Man, I don't see why some of them people out west won't be coming, honestly. I think some of them people are throwing their uh, asphalt tires to the side for a day or two and might come check it out, too. Honestly, I would love that. Uh, anything to be able to get these car counts out, and there's going to be a lot of eyes on them. A lot I of wish I could go. There. I wish my car was ready, that's for sure. I wish I could be up there just to be a fan. That's just a trip, and I'll be already heading up that way in a couple weeks after. Yeah, I thought about it. Um, I know McGrew and all them has been thinking about it, but they've been working on trying to put a decent motor together for the bigger tracks, and that just hasn't come in. The cards haven't come in their favor. Um, so I don't know if they're going to make it or not. I know I'd, I'd like to tag along with them, but I'm just working very, very hard to, you know what I mean, get this car going, and that's taking a lot of our finances away. So doing traveling anymore that's a little, a little close to us is going to be a little hard. Speaking about your car, how's the new car coming along? Man, it's absolutely beautiful. I've been uh, blessed with all the things everybody's helping us with. And uh, I don't know if anybody's seen some of the uh, videos I've been making lately, but that orange is extremely, I don't know, I'm not fell in love with it. Mm. I, when are you going to be able to do a, a full reveal of it, a full? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm hoping we got a lot of fuel cell, cell things going, fuel system going to button up a lot of the safety portions of that. Check your safety. Um, I, yeah, that the safety is my check your safety. That's my big thing. Um, I recently got uh, blessed with a fuel cell company, uh, a rester program. Uh, they do a, it's basically a, a sock that goes around a fuel cell, and uh, and any time it punctures or roll over or something happens, it will absorb fuel uh, upwards, I believe, of six gallons. Uh, so in case it gives you, obviously it's not going to stop it from all coming. It's a 15 gallon fuel cell, yeah. so it's not all going to hold it, but it'll give you time. That's a good um, wall. That's a good time wall. to get out it. of the race car is what is vital, especially if any fire or fuel issue. Exactly. Um, so that is something that I am extremely excited about bringing to the market. Um, they uh, wanted me to be one of their spokespeople and, and, and help uh, sell that product for them. And obviously when it comes to something that is a check your safety, and I'm, I'm huge to that, obviously. And I, I'm, I've never ran a fuel cell. Uh, I've never had one close to me. And this one is a lot more close to me than, than the stock tank, which is usually under the car and still under the floorboard. Now, 
where, you know, the fuel cell kind of mounts where that would be, but there's no more firewall there. So we have to create a firewall. And regardless, it's still closer to me. Um, and I would love to, you know, now that I've been blessed with this, this product, these people are helping me out. Uh, it's it's going to, you know, just a peace of mind. That I, I, I love that since you've seen a bunch of safety stuff happen to you and other people around, you've really taken to put it in your, like, possession to be like, yeah, I need to promote this. I need to promote people to make sure they're run the right shit in their car, make sure oh, they're taking care of themselves and not just trying to be cheap with stuff. And mm-hmm. you, you've been blessed with certain opportunities and certain people helping you out and wanting mm-hmm. to have you help promote their products while giving you a good, safe product to be able to build back stronger than you were before. Uh, how, oh, are you, how are you doing uh, like mentally wise with uh, uh, the concussion part of uh, the, uh, that's still ongoing. Um, I've been doing, like I said, the procedure I was telling you about, and that's, it's getting better. Uh, I'm a lot more confident now because it actually has been changing. It kind of had a holding pattern for a little while, but I definitely feel a whole lot better. A lot more of my strengths are coming back. I can, you know, work a little longer, um, do a little more things. I don't get as tired as I was. So I'm getting better. Uh, I'm not going to say that I want to put a time frame on that, but, um, well, I know when I'm hundred percent and when I am hundred percent, I hope the car is ready and I'm ready at the same time and we can uh, get back on the track. That's awesome. Let's try to let's try to push for like Rebel Yell or something. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> right, right. I, honestly, man, I, I I did put a man just because it's hard. Just forsaken if I didn't get a chance to do any of the ones before. But if I could get ready for the Beach Bash, mm. make a comeback at the Beach Bash in October. Um, yeah, man. Obviously, the last place that I raced was Lakeview. Everybody knows that. So if I could get ready for that race, if, if, you know, if anything fell apart or things weren't ready or just all my cars didn't fall into place like they need to, if I could at least get that one ready, that would at least, you know, that would help me feel better about getting in a race car and going against your fears of wrecking a race car and all the things, you know, as long as you work on all your safety. Imagine being that being your return. That would be very emotional. I feel like very. Yeah. It's already just thinking about it. It is. It is, yeah. man, because uh, I, I care deeply about this racing. Uh, it is my life. It's my passion. It's everything I ever wanted growing up as a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we're doing it to the best we could imagine. And and I'm I'm doing it at a national level right now with these guys. Getting to travel with some of these guys, it's you know, it's just an experience that you have to be a part of to really understand. Going back to West Virginia, I was talking to Kurt and Newman on Thursday at Cherokee. And talking about how they're like, yeah, we don't even have our tra-. like their thing. Like Newman didn't even realize that West Virginia was coming up this weekend. And then Kurt was like, "Yep, this weekend." And guess what's the weekend after that? I seventy five. And he's like, "My transmission's not even in the state right now. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if yeah, I can make this uh, work, and I'm not going to take Caden's car to do it." <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though he ended up winning his car on Thursday night over Casey Tao, Justin Harris, also. Uh, going back to when we met at Lakeview, we put the sticker onto the push truck, the push Jeep. And I ended up putting, <laughs> yeah, that, like I ended that, putting huh? the sticker on uh, Justin Harris's car the other week, the other night. If that push Jeep, honestly, man, no, no, no offense to any race car drivers or legends or anybody that does anything, but that is the living legend of all the racetracks on the Carolinas. Yes, it is good. almost 30 years of pushing race cars. Push sprint cars, late models, street stops, everything. bangers, man. everything. I mean, the, even the little mods, the mini mods, the, yeah, the mini whatever, all the mini late models. Yeah, man, there's so many. No, and that mods. guy is most genuine, down to earth individual you ever met him and his wife. It's just awesome. That guy, uh, to, to be a part of that kind of. I mean, 
you got to think of all the people who he actually might have pushed into the pit. Every legend that can even pop the, the, fir, uh, the first the first fifteen well, thirty legends years ago racing here in Fayetteville, North Carolina was asphalt stock car racing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Earnhardt's, there's Labonte, there's uh, there's some big names that are around here. Is. So you got to think of uh, what that what that man, all the places, and and you seen the stickers, man. There's some. There's some stickers on there, tracks that obviously are no longer even a part of racing any longer. They've been shut down and turned into that people would give them just racetrack stickers, team stickers, right? Uh, yeah, driver uh, number stickers. I saw some. I saw Freddie yeah. Smith stuff on there. Yeah, thirty years of, of history, or, or up to thirty years of history on that Jeep. Uh, it's I've had the opportunity to ride it. I didn't know the guy since I started racing back in what mid 2017, I believe, and it just. It's more of the most genuine people down to earth talking about racing kind of people. Uh, so let's let's look forward to the rest of the season with the SEDRA. So after that, we got I seventy five has. Uh, do you know if SEDRA or any big like front wheel drive divisions have been to that track? I, I believe I, I believe they have. I I think they have been already. I believe they've already raced some front wheel drive stuff there, but I'm not 100 percent on the full big like stuff. sanctioned race. Anyway, I. I really like that. I know we didn't we didn't race there in twenty one. I don't know if they did in twenty two. Uh, I'd have to actually back. look that up. I think uh, I think Newman told me he's been there. Yeah, well, that's not too far from them. Uh, yeah. They're all over there towards the the west side of like South Carolina. Yeah, they're area. they're on the i they're on the i eighty five Panhandle area. Oh yeah, which, trust me. I was. Uh, that's where I've been living off and on, trying to build a race car. <laughs> which I mean. I, if, I drive all the way over there. Is that where the Magruz are, I'm guessing? Yes, they are in Traveler's Rest. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's was, right uh, there, pretty much same location. Oh, I was, I've been doing a lot of driving this week and just thinking. I was thinking, if you take all the racers in the Carolinas, I promise you 90% of them are in that little triangle in the upper part of the state. <clears throat> oh, they are. From uh, There's... Well, it's crazy, man. The, the, the amount of race car people that we have met uh, through racing in probably the last just two to three years, especially on the national level, there's a lot of race car drivers in the west side of the North Carolina, South Carolina area. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of drivers, man. It's unreal the amount of, I mean, Joey Kelly, there's there's just a huge amount of names of people that uh, are racing on that side of the, uh, of the states. Uh a lot of people are starting to learn this and stuff, but Jonathan Davenport's team and his rant, his Dirty Dollars Ranch and all that stuff, that's in Belton, South Carolina. So uh, right. they, they call him the Blairsville, Georgia. He's from Blairsville, Georgia. That's where he grew up. But his he, his shop is probably 90 miles from me, 85 miles, and that's kind of crazy. You have all that stuff backyard, and then you Man, go, it's, then you go it's hour, hour and the amount of the racing that's right in your backyard mm-hmm. uh, right here in the Carolinas. To be, I mean, I'm blessed to be in this area, and I'm, and I hope to be doing this for quite a long, long, long time. I would, I would say there's three big sections of where most of the racers and tracks are, pretty much for the Carolinas. And if you're outside of this area and you race in your tracks outside this area, I love you too. But you have obviously the Charlotte right, right. area, mostly pointed towards like Gastonia and the western part of Charlotte for dirt racing, and then you have. The I-85-26 meeting area of Greenville, Spartanburg, Traveler's Rest, and Lawrence in that area. And then you have the I-95 panhandle that goes, I would say that panhandle goes all the way up from Halifax all the way down to Lakeview. Or if, oh, yeah. even if you want to throw Sumter into it. 
Yeah, Those you can really throw something in it. And and really, if honestly, because you keep, keep going down, there's a couple, I'm kind of upset that like Oglethorpe ain't there. That's not too far off the highway, and that was a good track. That's mm-hmm. not going to be around no more. I don't know if anybody was reading, but there's a new track right there in Amazing Savannah that's going to be opening up. I want to go down there for that, uh, their first show. Right. So that's something that's that's right not too far off the highway. You've got uh, you got Halifax, you got County Line, um, Fayetteville. Fay- Fayetteville's there, but obviously they don't race us front wheel drive guys, so I don't really talk yeah, to them about. Uh, oh, I know, I've heard. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it uh, there's not we we have lost a lot of tracks. Uh, I miss Dublin. I wish Dublin was a thing. Uh, I don't think that track will ever come back, but. Mm-mm. That was uh, also extremely... kind of in the area is uh, Rockfish, which I know that's kind of different. They're smaller, run smaller stuff, but... Right, so right. We run the front-wheel drive. Hopefully, uh, we can still set up an appointment for them this year. I'd love oh. to get the, the class going again this year one more time. At Rockfish? Um, yeah, we did one last year. Uh, we put on a show. It was a 1,000 to win. Uh, we had a good number of people come in. We had some people from out of town who would come down from Pennsylvania. So. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I'm trying to... I got to go down there since I've been in the issues what I've had. I'm going to go down and speak with a man that's been running the show here lately and still try to put up one and just kind of pick a date and just go to it. So that way I can start getting some marketing going. I would love to make it up there and help support y'all on that. Oh, you would absolutely love it. Uh, I was, uh, I had the opportunity to race it as well. And I did win the race, which was pretty neat. Um, I did have a lot of laps on the track. Everybody's like, uh, you're the only one. You should have won the race. I'm like, well, like yeah. Penske guy winning the Indy 500. Right, you know what I mean. So, yeah, you know, we did that, but at the same time, I I put up money. I put up my own money for the racetrack. So I was uh, potentially a gamble to lose my own stuff at the same time. And really, it was just because I wanted another place for uh, man. It was hard. I I mean, it was a fifth mile track, and we come into traffic quick. I mean, it's like we had a show put on. It it was like the Superdome. I mean, it was the Superdome for the front wheel drives, and I absolutely want to try to grow that as that. Um, that that place is a phenomenal place. They, they really care about uh, family-oriented things. Uh, the, the track promoter is just a phenomenal individual who cares about the race car drivers as much as he does the track. Um, he's just one of those old-school promoters that uh, really just want the racing to be there because he loves it. That's awesome. I would, I would love to get involved in that rockfish race. I'll make the I'll make the three 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 and a half hour trip up there. Probably crash at your place that night. After. Man, I'm telling you, I got you a couch spot. Don't worry, I'll move a buddy over. He'll get he'll be all right. Sounds good with me. But we'll, we'll get to that down the road. If anything starts happening, I'll obviously uh, announce it and promote for it on the podcast. For sure, every week till it comes Appreciate up. It. And uh, yeah, there, there's just a lot of exciting stuff going on in the front wheel drive and just racing community. This really seems like an uptick here. The only thing I feel like that the only two things have really been kind of holding down racing in general uh, this year has been some of the controversy between some late model racing, especially a lot in the front wheel drives and your show, my show, we're here to promote positive part, try to promote the on-track racing, the personalities mm-hmm. of the guys. Oh, yeah. The drama, we we ha- kind of have to go over. We both know that, but we know that drama isn't the only thing. We definitely you know? talk about it. Um, I know some people are good at kind of pushing it off to the side and trying not to be a thing, but when it comes to safety, I'll, I'm not going to shy away from it, at least exactly. I'll say it. Um, but, it, 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 yeah, we don't, we don't want people to think that that's all it is, but obviously that's going to be what brings some views and what some stuff and and uh, it, it, everybody's got to realize, obviously, in racing, there's emotions. There's things that go on. You can't you can't help that. Uh, and some people act out. It is what it is. Exactly. I, I believe there's a way to 
be respectful, respectful enough, and still have your dignity and dignity with some of it. And I'm just here to promote the sport and that and everything that comes with it. But sometimes, especially when I'm not there in a situation in person, I can't try to keep pushing. I can't keep trying to go too deep into it when I don't fully understand because I wasn't there. Kind of like a Sonoya example. But, right. Yeah. And I got uh, the race, and I got to see the race, and I, I've already voiced my opinion on all of them. Multiple times. You know, a lot of that stuff was uh, either intentional until it wasn't, or, you know what I mean, it was a racer's incident until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can, everybody can see things, especially when you start slowing them down and paying attention, but not everything as it seems like it's going to say as it was. You know, sometimes some things are a little more intentional, sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, people act out when they don't. Depending on who they're around, uh, I just know that this class has gotten so fast, so more competitive as far as the all the way down the line from first to fiftieth that show up. That you know, back in the day, it was just it was a handful of people that stayed pretty fast. Now it's everybody's getting on par. Everybody's working on their equipment. This is a this is a growing a growing sport as far as the front wheel drives, and they're they're realizing that it's a it's economy racing at its finest. Could you? find any negatives to the competition ramping up and everybody getting so close so quickly over the last probably four to five years? Um, I can't find a negative. The only thing I can find is the fact that it just, oh, I don't know. I just don't look for the negative, but there's probably right. plenty of it. Um, but there's the, the things that I see is that there's a, a little bit more of the, this is my group of people, that's their group of people. You know, there's not exactly, there's, yeah, this it's, it's not one big racing family. Like we should still all be able to the, the drivers meeting, you know, we shouldn't just be walking up and trying to stay away from this group of people and that group. Of people. Mm-hmm. We should be all walking up, being able to shake each other's hands. And say, I know stuff happened a month ago. We got all our stuff fixed. As long as you can wipe your hands clean of that, we got to stop that crap and go back racing. Exactly. You know, you, you got to get your emotions out of the race car when you get your helmet on. And that's, that's probably the, the biggest thing. Is if we can just get people a little more closer than, uh, and then we are now uh, get some people to do with their thing. And that's kind of what I try to do the best is behind the scenes. I mean, having started this whole new thing, uh, cooking, bacon, talking, racing on Saturday morning. I love that. It's, it's, uh, it's so a ball, you know what I mean? And it's uh, a lot of people, you can see them smelling the bacon while I'm cooking it. And they're just like, man, this is a good idea. <laughs> and if we, if we can get some people just talking and really getting the people to understand, like, look, we're not out here trying to wreck each other. Um, we, it happens, but, you don't have to jump immediately to it's your fault. It's his fault. It's their fault. You know, it's it's racing, you know. It's just racing. Something I was just thinking about. We're going we're gonna to do the, the next couple of drivers meetings. We have to do this like church style. You have to shake the hands of your neighbor. <laughs> you have to shake the hands of your neighbor. And especially if you're a Georgia guy, go shake the other Georgia guy's hands because I know we've been having some Georgia on Georgia crime. If you're from Kentucky, go shake a Florida guy's hand. If you're from Florida, go shake a Kentucky guy's hand, and then we'll get. I mean, it's either that out. or they got to bring it back to Days of Thunder. Mm-hmm. They got to pull them in a room and be like, "Look here, y'all so much as rub and tug each other at all. Y'all do anything you ain't supposed to be doing. I'm a black flag you. I'm gonna kick you out to race. I'm gonna tear apart your race cars. We're gonna inspect them like we need to inspect them fully. And then you're gonna be, you know, you won't be able to come back a whole race. You're, you're gonna, you know what I mean? We'll lose you some points on the board. I mean, anything that uh, eventually the professionalism needs to rise to the professionalism that it deserves uh, for the, especially the type of money that we're racing for. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I want people to hold themselves a little more to that professional standard. Um, 
especially when you have tracks that are racing with like SCDRA rules. Then they start putting, you know, SCDRA name above everything and, and things of that nature. And then you get tracks that are, you know, ain't got nothing to do with SCDRA, but they're out there doing stuff. And then they're and making videos and acting the fool. And when they go acting the fool making us look bad, it's just not okay. We're not the bang bangers that everybody thinks we are. You guys don't have to rev your motors to 9,000 RPMs to find out if it's got a misfire, I promise. <laughs> One of my favorite things to see in the pits. It's just kind of funny. So, look. I'm just waiting for one to explode on their faces on TV. <laughs> Boom. Oh, there it went. I mean, it's going to happen eventually. Well, let's pack up. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, that part. Yeah. But I appreciate coming on here, Kyle. You got uh, any of your sponsors, anybody you've been helping you with the car you want to thank before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, man. I've had uh, some big people come on board. Obviously, uh, Crack Schools is one of our main sponsors. Ballish Woodwork is a huge sponsor. He's been behind the scenes just hit me up with a lot of even just inspirational thoughts and trying to keep me from you know what i mean just trying to be down on myself and not being on the race so people like that uh sponsors oh, let's see here i mean i got a name full of them uh racing for heroes is a big one um they, they do big things in the community uh, i can't thank them uh that's, that's huge um Oh yeah, McGrew Crew. We're gonna we're gonna have to say that they're an official sponsor. The McGrew's. Uh, McGrew's Body Shop and Towing. Mm-hmm. Um, they they've done above and beyond what you could imagine. Uh, <laughs> I, I've I've been blessed by all the things that him and, and Rabbit and uh, the, the guys have been doing. They just they're blessing me with information. They're blessing me with knowledge. Um, they're helping me with to know how to you know set the car up a little better and just how to. To be bad with the sport, obviously he's a he's a top runner. Uh, guys, uh, mm-hmm. he deserves everything he gets. Uh, he puts hard, hard, a lot of work and effort. He, he literally lives it. It's his passion. It's his family's passion. It's very warming and uplifting to be a part of that. So that's a huge shout out to them. I can't thank them enough. Uh, Bobby Taylor Oil, uh, David Miller, he's huge with the fuels and the stuff that they provide. That's huge when you can get stuff like that. Um, for them people, um, Front Wheel Drive Fridays actually has a queue. DRS Roofing, uh, Done Right Services, uh, they're real big in the community efforts, also veteran-owned companies. Um, we've had uh, Rockfish Speedway. They've been the sponsor of mine way before I did uh, anything popular. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, again, that's another reason why I work so hard to, to help bring people to that track, especially with the kids. I don't know if you heard lately, they've been doing the Juice Box Rockstars. Yep. Um, and it's a kid's class from three to five. And it's amazing how it has grown. I mean, grown from like it started with three or four cars when they were talking about it. And next thing you know, there's 30 of them. <laughs> so between all them, man, I can't thank all of them enough. There's a lot of little sponsors that do some things here and there that I don't know I get a chance to mention, but I could go on probably another 20 minutes on, on some of the people behind the scenes that are, you know, helping out and doing their thing. Awesome, Kyle. I appreciate you coming on the show. Definitely going to have you on again. Uh, Thanks for the support on this podcast, and I hope you have a great weekend. All right, man. I appreciate you, bud. All right. See ya. Hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Kyle and all that stuff with it. Uh, He has great insight into the front-wheel drive and just the racing community in general, and he's been very helpful to a lot of people, and uh, he's just thankful for the opportunities he's had, and I can't wait to see him back on track after – a uh, big incident we talked about that happened at Lakeview about a month and a half, two months ago. But awesome dude. If you get a, cho- a chance to know him and uh, learn more about him, he's an amazing dude. Uh, really enjoy being around him and uh, can't wait to see him at the track down the road. And so later in the week, we're going to have Michael, my buddy. 
He's going to be covering West Virginia this weekend for me, what, what he can do. Uh, he's going to be covering a little bit, taking some photos of the front-wheel drives for me and posting a little bit of those results, and I'll be retweeting them or posting them for him. And then we're going to have uh, him obviously covering the late models. That's what he knows. He knows those guys with Lucas Oil, uh, Lucas Oil Late Model Series. And uh, maybe he'll get an interview. Maybe he won't. I know he won't with the front-wheel drive guys because he doesn't know them, really. But I uh, appreciate him going up there with me. He's going to be talking to me later in the week. I'm going to have another Carolina driver that's going to be joining me. First uh, driver beyond be on in a little bit. Uh, it's just been really crazy around here. Uh, still finished on moving. Always got a lot of stuff we're trying to fit into a tiny place, and that's just the way life goes. And uh, I'm really happy just running wide open. Uh, there's a chance I'll get to a track this weekend. If any tracks is looking for any announcing help or any uh, doing driver intros, uh, Victor Lane interviews, any any way I can help uh, with my voice or something or any wise or even even if anybody needs an official, I, I'll go put a I'll go put a shirt on, go official somewhere. Uh, Kelly obviously told me I could go up to Halifax, but I have to work in the morning, and that that trip is just a trip. Especially I'm going to PA, I'm going to Learnville in a few weeks. That, that's a that's a ride. But if I'm going that way, I, I want to go out to Outer Banks and see my buddies. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into the working man results from Thursday. I ended up having Ross Bills take home the ten thousand win victory, and a lot of bonus money was handed out to Mister Jeff Smith. <laughs> Wait, not Jeff Smith, David Smith. Sorry, wrong Smith. But I'm saying go through a couple of the incidents. So early in the show. Uh, Kyle Strickler decided to go wall riding on Ben Watkins, and Ben Watkins got all torn up, but uh, ended up just limping at home like, come on, I can still race, like the beginning of Cars 1. Uh, then we got uh, – John Price took one hell of a lick. I'm glad he is okay. His car is toast. His car is done for. Uh, I feel bad for them. Awesome family, great people. Uh, love John. He was an awesome guest on the podcast early on. Uh, go check out that podcast. Uh if John has any merch or anything, go get a t-shirt, get a hat. I need to get me something. I might send a message like, hey, buddy, hope you're good. Send me a t-shirt. I'll Venmo, RC at the track, whatever. But awesome people. Um, then after that, after that, they had the red flag. And then coming to green, Dalton Cook ended up getting torn up and sideways based off some little bit of rubbing with Rambo. And Clay Knight went over, huge pileup on the front stretch, huge wreck. Anthony Sanders, our homie of the show, was absolutely pissed off. He said, I'm just going to keep my damn mouth shut on Facebook. And I posted a gift saying, no, nah, keep talking. No, nope, we need you to keep talking. <laughs> Anthony's awesome. We don't want that guy to shut up. But uh, I wanted to send him a text and be like, hey, if you got anything you need to get off your chest, uh, the front-wheel drive, fr- front, front drive Friday phone line is always open. Uh, so, yeah, huge pile up there, including him, our buddy Gray Parton, who will be on uh, soon. Uh, I was talking to him today. Uh, Anthony Sanders was in it. I believe Will Rowland was also part of it. And then, yeah, I don't understand why Clay Knight got disqualified. Uh, I might have to ask somebody about that. Uh, man, I, don't, uh, I don't see an option on here, really. But... Yeah, let's let's go over what happened at the end. So, Zach Mitchell dominated the whole event to that point and then got a flat tire, which is just a Cherokee finest. Uh, we love Cherokee. Cherokee had some good racing. It was good two-lane racing. 
better than we've seen for some of the super features. And I like the direction we're heading, like we were talking with Will last week before it. And Ross Bales ended up inheriting the lead from him, and he ended up holding off Trent Ivy and Jeff Smith to take home the 10,001 victory. Awesome for Ross, uh, his wife, his family, uh, Billy Hicks, his car owner, Benji Hicks, our friend of the show, a double nickel. Awesome uh, run for them. They had a good run the whole rest of the weekend, uh, run with the Spring Nationals, ended off the weekend at Duck River. I got to watch that with the boys. I was entertaining them, showing them Duck River on flow in all their nine classes. I, I need to I need to have a Doomwich on Duck. A duck witch, duck witch on dirt weekend at Duck River. I just need to go there, get drunk, and start making content. I feel like that'd be very entertaining. But yeah, I'm just going to run through top ten: Ross Bales, Trent Ivy, Jeff Smith, Carson Ferguson, Michael Brown, Rainbow Franklin, Zach Mitchell, David Smith, Jordan Collard, and Mark Robinson. Tenth. I'm gonna go pull up the XR stuff for their uh, bonus money and just go over that real quick because it's cool incentives, uh, but. They are going to have the 100K to win at, where is it? It is, at, it is at Kokomo after the Dream. So I believe it is Monday the 12th, if I had that right. But let's go over these bonuses. They had a bonus for Open Trailer. Uh, David Smith got it, $1,000. Our buddy Anthony Sanders, 500 second. Chris Chandler, third. He got 250 Non-open motor, 1000 went to David Smith as well. 500 to Mark Robinson. 250 to Taylor Puckett. Hard Charger, David Smith, 750. 250, Mark Robinson. Heat win, 200 bucks each to Benji, Clay, Zach, and Strickler. Long toe was to our new buddy, Dalton Cook, who ended up getting the win at Thunder Hill with Southern All-Stars on Saturday night. And that, that was awesome uh, see him bounce back. Full award went to Zach Mitchell, and hard luck went to our buddy, John Price, like I talked about. So... Uh, let's let's just ignore the money he got already for I believe Smith got sixth. That is two thousand two thousand seven hundred and fifty for just bonus money. And that's almost as much as you get for finishing second or play. Let me see if there is a payout amount on here. I'm sorry this is taking a second, but I would like to see the payout amount. Real quick. Okay, so he got eighteen hundred. I believe he got over forty three fifty, if I'm correct. That was a number I saw somewhere. So he got paid more than the second place, uh, finishing six, which is really amazing. And just he just swept the night when it came to the bonus money. Shout out to David Smith. He'd be an awesome guy to have on. I feel like I'd have to hit him up, find them, find him probably on Facebook, or have somebody send me his number, but. If anybody has his info, send it to me or tell him to get a hold of me. <laughs> I'd love to uh, learn more about him and figure out how that night went for him. But, yeah, we ended up not really having any, uh, any other racing besides our good old pals at Carolina Speedway down at Gastonia. So I'm going to go through their results. And they ended up getting their night in. Everything Saturday, Sunday was a wash. They've kept up with the big racing. Coke 600 didn't get done till last night. Xfinity race got postponed like 15 times. But yeah, good old Carolina Speed Raid. They had double crown Vicks along with Thunder Sportsman Pro 4, Thunder Bombers, Super Sportsman, and Hornets. And for the crown Vicks, the first man was won by Bundy Stowe. He won in the number three good wrench silver crown Vic for uh, Terry Fisher. I believe that's Terry Fisher's car. Thunder Sportsman was won by Luke Edson. 
John James second. Pro four was won by Jacob Kinder, picking up his second winner of the year. Uh, let's see what we got. Thunder Bombers. Benji Knight got himself another victory. Pretty good. Uh, that is a good field. I'll just run through it. Uh, Benji Knight first. Luke Doggett. Tyler Geis third. Hunter Funderburk fifth. That's who I was talking about earlier. Probably going to be the guest later in the week. Madison Hoot sixth. Christo ninth. Tyler Parker 11th. He, he's been getting a lot of wins at good old Lancaster. 13th, John Dodge. Justin True at 15th. I talked to John at Carolina Thursday or at Cherokee Thursday. He He's just trying to get some laps. And <laughs> I'm starting to warm up to True to Smidge. Not, not Kyle, but yeah, Kyle. <laughs> uh, Super Sportsman. Let's what we got. Chris Fincher ended up getting the win. No, that is vintage. Chris Fincher is a vintage guy. Okay, so this is vintage. I don't really know all these guys, but congrats to Chris Fincher. And then in, okay. They did have Super Sportsman. They just had it labeled right. Tyler Hyatt got the win in Super Sportsman. They had the vintage label labeled wrong. Hornets in the, the win was Dan Benson. Uh, they had a little bit of a lighter feel because Seha, uh, Seha, however you want to pronounce it, S-E-H-A, the Horn the Hornets Association was at Harris for that. I'll go over those results too, uh, real quick. But yeah, shout out to Dan, Dan Benson getting the win on an eight card field. And then in the second Crown Vic feature, it was TJ Slack. Shout out to Emily Banks getting second. She doesn't get to run too much. Good to see her. Run. I saw her and Drew Thursday at Cherokee. And let's hop over to Harris, look at their results. Uh, Harris on Saturday night coming up, it's going to be senior night. And I believe if you are a high school senior, you get some sort of discount or free. If you want more info on that, they will have that on the Harris Speedway Facebook, Instagram, uh, and all their social media. It's probably on their website as well. Yeah, so Memorial Day, the 26th. Let's look at the results. Uh, our uh, Dumas driver today, Zane Anders, won Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Dwayne Worley. Trenton Jamison got that Futures win. Nice. Okay. It's kinda... Wayne Taylor won the 27-car field for the SEHA. Scott Calandra was fastest in qualifying. Shout out Seth Smith, also doing driver today, and Scott Calandra getting the uh, hot laps. Okay. I'm just going to run through the top 10. It was Wayne Taylor picking up the win over Caden Presnell and Ricky Hill. Seth Smith. Seth Smith, 4th. Scott Clonger, 5th. Bradley Williams, 6th. Our buddy Justin Harris fell from the pole to 7th. He was running 4th, and uh, I believe he got a flat tire. had some issue. Uh, I love it. He's one of my dudes. You can see a doing much on dirt sticker on his car now. 8th, <laughs> Dean Riddle. ninth is a uh, friend of the show, Trent Blackwell. And 10th was Willie Fowler. See some other noticeable names through the field. Chris Meadows, 13th. Uh, Casey Tau 25th. Uh, let's see people that might have not made it. Or I believe that was, yeah, no, they had everybody start. Yeah, good results. Also, this running this weekend during their senior night, the Pro 4s are going to be running for 500 to win. Uh, Timmy Gunn told me to shout them out, but I always want to because I support the Pro 4s. Uh, if you have a Pro 4, go run it this weekend at Harris, go support them if you're a fan because they need more recognition. They need to get the Pro 4s to more racetracks. I will be doing a little bit of support with that, trying to post about it. I'll, I'll try to cover it a little bit depending on where I'm at. I am not too sure if I'm going to be at a race personally this weekend. I was planning to 
uh, do something, but I got to work a little bit in the morning. If anybody needs help with uh, Victor Lane interviews, anything like that, open, available. Yeah, I don't think there's too much else that got in. East Lincoln got rained out. Um, Cherokee got rained out for the Mike Butler. And they're going to do run. Uh, most of those are postponed to sometime in July, I believe. If you want to keep up with all that and get more info from Cherokee Speedway, Will Richards podcast, Cherokee Chatter Needs has all you need. And yeah, I uh, really thank you guys for just supporting the podcast and stuff. I'm I'm starting to work on a couple more ideas. Uh, just still really busy, still getting accumulated to having to work on my time better. Appreciate you guys. Uh, also, a uh, little sneak peek of something I'm working on. I am working on a Doom Witch on Dirt Carolina's state ch- late model state championship. So pretty much uh, kind of a little eye- uh, idea I'm spitballing where I'm going to kind of go back the results of all the races that have been labeled as super late model races this year. That includes Clash, Ultimate, and any outside shows, and accumulate points, and post like a top 10 and then ultimately have a champion at the end of the year and i think it'd be kind of cool something to post like once a month or so i might start doing some of my uh stats with that kind of looking at over the next couple days and uh maybe in a week or so i'll have the first new much on dirt late model carolina's championship list out it'll be like a top 10 uh, I'll have wins, top fives, that type of stuff on it. Uh, excited to kind of put that to paper and, and stat sheets and see how that turns out. But I appreciate you guys coming back to Doing John Dirt Podcast. I'm Evan McCrory. You can fi- find me on all social medias. Evan McCrory, Twitter, Father Doomwich on all social medias for the Doing John Dirt. It's D-U-N-E-W-I-C-H on Dirt. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, TikTok, I just post random stuff and somehow get views. But <laughs> I hope you guys are having a great week. I'll catch you later in the week. And uh, all updates of where I'll be for races, all that type of stuff will be on the Twitter mostly. I need to get back on it with the Facebook, Instagram a little bit more. But hope you guys have a great week, and I appreciate you.